0: I think this one will be the easiest intro I've ever had to do. Um, first of all, a happy new year, Ember. Happy New Year. We're together, um, which is amazing because we're usually never together. Um, not on big holidays. Not on big holidays, we don't. But this time we we were like, we're making sure that we are gonna ring the new year in together and um, kiss at midnight, and we did. Yep, we with a stayed bunch of awake. Balloons
1: dropped all over us. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was,
0: but we have a surprise guest—a so special guest, a very, very VIP, very important one of our top listeners um, of our podcast. But and favorite people and favorite people in the whole world, not only. <laughs> is this my best friend but it's also my brother and today's his birthday happy birthday happy birthday jacob
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so happy to be here i am a very big listener of the podcast and i don't know i love it because even though i've only met ember one time i feel like i really know her because i listen every week
0: I know. And you hold us accountable. Like if we don't, like you were the other day when it was like, I think it was Christmas and you're like, where's your podcast?
2: <laughs> I know because I like every Monday morning, it's like my routine that I have to get ready in the morning. I get in the shower, I put it on my speaker and then I move to the kitchen or wherever I am. I'm always listening to it while I get ready on uh, for work on Monday morning.
0: That's so cool. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And because like also like I feel like majority of our listeners are more um, women um that listen to the podcast or lesbians, uh or, or people maybe struggling with coming out late in life. And so to have you as a listener, while not only just my as a, you know, somebody who's really close to me but just as a listener and and give us tips or insights of your thoughts and feelings towards something or just when you're dying for more tea and you're like catch me up i need i need like the one time you call and you're like okay i can't wait i cannot wait until next week i need to know (laughs) what is going on with this situation and i'm like all right i'll spill it
2: It's true. I wanted the VIP backstage access of what was going on, because I do really feel like I keep up with your guys' story through the podcast. It's not so easy that we talk or catch each other up every day or every week. So that's Mm -hmm. like my my connect.
0: Yeah, I love it. Well, and speaking of connect, you have a new connection. And I'm excited because I feel like you have possibly learned a little bit from following our journey to now enter a journey of a long-distance relationship, and maybe it's not your first long-distance relationship. But I'm curious to know um, if listening to the podcast is helping. Now I know this is very new, so I don't expect you to have all the details or share everything. But just um, have you
1: used anything from our story and applied it to your situation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it is not my first. Long term relationship. Uh, I did have a long term relationship when I was uh, younger in my early 20s. Uh, But this time, I feel like I'm going into the situation with a lot more wisdom after having watched your journey over the last year, and listened to your stories and kind of some of the tips that you have on how you connect. But I think beyond that, the interesting thing is that technology has changed so much in the the last decade that I, I wasn't in a, a long distance relationship. I feel like now there's so many more tools and ways to connect through technology that maybe weren't there before. And I definitely have loved hearing some of those kind of tools that you both use uh, to stay connected through your distance. So, I mean, for me, it's something very new. Maybe it's... Um, I don't know, something I don't want to talk too much about. I don't want to spoil it or or uh, jinx it in any way, but uh, definitely I have taken from your situation and some of the stories that you tell things that I can apply in, in, in this new journey that I'm on.
0: So what is something that you're hoping to get from... Well, first of all, just to back up a little bit for our listeners that don't know, um, one topic you hear all the time is the lesbian U-Haul and like jumping into the relationship very quickly and just to the point
1: where a lot of people think that it's crazy that it you know we've been together a year and they're like you guys still don't
0: live together what the fuck you know and and just like the point we were talking about this morning was that it is not just lesbians it's also um no it's the gays as well it's yeah
2: it's queer people and you know i think that really stems from this idea of having chosen families as mm-hmm. queer people, we want to find spaces where we feel like we can be ourselves. And if that's mm-hmm. with a, another person, a partner, uh, we we want to have that in all parts of our life. So I don't think it's too crazy to jump the gun and want to be together all the time because you want to feel your truest self all the time and be in spaces where you're comfortable and where you feel like you can really flourish.
0: Yeah, so with that, um, what are some... Things that you're really excited for with it being long distance, um, as far as how you want to approach it from more of a a slow pace, or um, you know, the idea of not just jumping, not you hauling straight into it.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I guess for me, the thing is that I'm really excited of of having time for myself. I've been single now for almost four years, and I've loved the independence that I found. And as I've tried the dating scene it's really difficult to give up that independence because the person wants to see you all the time or, and I have a, a really busy work life. I travel a lot and I guess that's, you know, that kind of independence is something that I still really love to have. And so the fact that this person and I can't see each other every single day, we're not physically in the same city or in the same country or even the same continent. <laughs> uh, um, it makes you it, really so went, You really I,
1: went I, distance. You really, you really took it. <laughs> all the way
2: (laughs) well it's a far distance um i mean it's a it's a seven hour time difference as well so there's a whole element there with uh, when we're able to speak on the phone because sometimes when it's it's the you know nighttime here it's morning there and he's entering work or vice versa so have
1: you found that sweet spot where you know that there's a good time
2: it's always a good time baby (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I mean, you just find time when you can find time. I think that's something that I'm really liking about where this is going is the kind of mantra that we have is that we'll spend beautiful moments together when life permits it. And life doesn't always permit those moments. But when you can find those sweet times that you can each set aside, maybe it's even two minutes just to make a face time and see the other person's face and blow a kiss or uh, just say something nice, wish them a great day. Uh, It really does mean a lot. So, you know, I think that there's another element to it, which is that his job uh, is also with a lot of travel. So he's coming to the United States or to the Americas, whether it be to Canada or anywhere in the east coast of the U.S., maybe once a week or so for his job. So that does kind of change a little bit of the the time scheme there that sometimes we're on the similar time zone and other times we're not. So I think it plays into that idea of like when the moment's there, when the opportunity arises, grab it and run with it.
0: Do you feel like knowing that you went into this long distance? Because I think you were starting to, while you've been single, and um, the, the, throughout the the journey of dating, you recently kind of discovered how much you like your independence and how you didn't want to really overcommit yourself to anything and now rolling into too long distance and still um, having that time for yourself and having that balance. Do you think that kind of set you up and kind of broke you from some habits of in the past when people typically date? um, There's this idea of different levels or stages where you just naturally all of a sudden become a, a routine and a schedule with somebody.
2: For sure. I mean, I I think, you know, looking back at past relationships, I have been one of those U-Haulers, but I think it came out of a necessity of that time, Uh, you know, whether it was I was in college and rent in New York was expensive. So if I'm always sleeping at someone else's house or he's always sleeping at my house, well, why don't we just live together? We pay half the rent then. Uh, Now that I'm in a situation where, you know, I have grown up, (laughs) I can afford, uh, you know, to be more independent in my life. It's definitely given me uh, a kind of, ah, I lost my train of thought. It's given me a, a kind of independence that I've never had before. And definitely with that, I feel like I've broken some of the habits that I've had before of, of routines or different cycles um, uh, out of, that came out of necessities. I don't know if that answered your question. I feel like uh, I kind of lost the train.
1: I'm curious. I don't think I know where did, how did you two meet? Was it?
2: We met on a dating app. Okay. And uh, I was on a work trip in Miami and we went to hang out and spent a really cool night together, just talking Uh, the whole night, stayed up super late. I ended up sleeping over in his hotel and in the morning went. we both went to our work Uh, And in the evening, we found maybe an hour and a half before he had to go to the airport. Uh, So we spent a few more hours together just to get those last minutes in and, um, you know, really keep enjoying whatever time we were able to have together. And from there, it moved on to WhatsApp and doing video calls and texting throughout the day and making phone calls, sending each other pictures of what we were doing as we were back in our daily lives. And, you know, I think that's where the technology really helps out is you can feel so connected to someone, even though you're a world apart. You really um, can,
1: especially if you get creative with it, which I feel is almost needed in long term. Well, distance. that's what I love
2: about some of the stuff that I've heard from Kirby about what you guys do. Um, Kirby has given me some really great ideas of how to keep that creativity flowing with sharing special moments, whether it's like scrapbooking, journaling together. Um, even the like little bracelet where you can send each other taps of a heartbeat. Bond
1: bracelet.
2: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, those, those tips are definitely helpful and I haven't gotten to that point yet of like wanting to like love bomb with sending too, too, too many messages at once, but, uh, definitely. Those your back are things... pocket. <laughs> yeah. There are they're tricks up the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that we did buy each other is like, um, like we were doing a FaceTime one day and he was charging his phone and it kept falling over. So I bought him a a phone stand where he can have the phone there on a a stand and the charger loops through and he can charge his phone while the, the, the setup is there for a perfect lighting situation and everything.
0: That's cute. Love it. Yeah. Cause when we're FaceTiming, there's times where my arm, if I'm laying in bed and my arm starts getting tired, I'm like, Oh man, like, (laughs) I, I can't keep, I'm propping it up with pillows and the start. Or the
2: worst down. is when the phone falls on the face. Like Ember uh, this morning.
0: did that this morning. <laughs> Love that for myself. Kirby
2: and I were on the phone. Kirby was wishing me a, a happy birthday and just started cracking up <laughs> of how Ember was Because Amber's
0: lying in bed looking up at her phone and it legit just drops out of her hand and it slowly in slow motion tumbles onto her face. And then of course it made me laugh. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. No, I think, um, you know, with any type of not even just a new relationship of falling in love, but maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's, um, sharing custody with your children. Um, there's so many different, um, ways to have relationships with people, especially these days where everybody is so busy and so consumed in their, in their own struggles. And, And, you know, routines and schedules that we tend to often get in our head like, well, the phone works both ways. If I don't hear from this person, then, you know, you're almost cut off or there's not enough time or, yeah, I was just thinking about calling you, but I didn't. And there's a lot of ways to show friends, family, children, what have you, to still grow and evolve a relationship into something really special that might not be physically face to face um, where you have that ability to have that connection. Um, But I think it takes work and I think it takes effort and something that I was leading up to before, when we were talking about kind of setting you up to enter into this, um, you know, across continents, basically long distance relationship, um, is that you have to, he, you have to heal throughout your own journey and really have the certain strength and mindset going into any long-distance relationship. You have to. It's it's a lot of um, give and take and uh, you know making sure that you're constantly um, allowing that person the 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 room to continue to grow because I think you learn a lot about yourself in a long distance relationship or just not not physically having that person next to you it challenges you to really look inward of like what you're feeling and and thinking through before you share it with the person
1: yeah it makes it forces you to sit with yourself is what it does
2: well it's all about communication in the end of the day when you can't physically touch and give different sort of love languages communication is all you really have in a long distance relationship so you know the honesty telling your feelings opening up about things uh you know it does also become so intimate it's a very different form of intimacy i think maybe when you're like physically dating with somebody you move to different stages of the relationship because you're physically together you're going out to eat to dinners you're having dates you're having physical uh emotions and physical intimacy that you know you can't really have over the phone so it turns into a communication intimacy which is also a really beautiful thing it gets really deep
0: i i recently read you some of the uh like poetry or different writings that i wrote for ember um and i think it, it maybe it surprised you a little bit i felt like on the other end you were like oh wow that's mm-hmm. really beautiful and mm-hmm. i think when you are forced to sit with yourself and your feelings You can really get past that surface level of just saying i miss you and like really diving all the way down into the core to say like but what are the things that you really miss like what is it and like um it can be be it can be a really beautiful thing to kind of pull that out of you and and see past the surface to to say more than just i miss you
2: yeah it's true
1: i've never been as good as like as good at communication as i am right now and i think a lot of it is because of our relationship so,
2: but I think it also comes with like learning, you know, it comes through the experience. And I think also, you know, the, the idea of knowing what you didn't like in your past relationship, you know, like that's been a really big thing for me. in the, in these last four years is all of the learning that I've gone through of seeing how either I acted with the other person or how they acted or reacted towards me and taking that learning and really trying to apply it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes even when it's so fresh, it's even easier because you have it right in the back of your mind of what that other person was doing and how you don't want to be treated like that again,
0: yeah, and i help I think it helps setting boundaries, um you know we talked about this recently in an episode of just um kind of making a list of people in your life or yourself or whomever it might be and like really understanding like healthy boundaries like saying you're setting boundaries doesn't mean you're putting a wall up and and closing yourself off I I never want to close my heart off to anybody but I want to have boundaries and I want to respect myself and there's sometimes like even um, especially in the beginning of my relationship with Ember we had a lot um, a lot more boundaries around respecting time in, with our family, or when we were still with our um, ex-husbands, and and now it's rolled into, um, you know, making sure we're not losing ourselves. Uh, we've been talking about that a lot together, as we see and just being rela- present in the moment, right? As we see relationships end or. You know, they start off really, you know, with a lot of momentum, very, very heavy. They U-Haul, they're together, and then they kind of lose themselves. They lose their identity. And now all of a sudden, um, you know, they start they, they start going on another like soul search, which is great. You should always continue searching and growing and evolving um, and have the boundaries and know that um, you don't want to lose yourself. You don't want to lose the, um, the special time. When you can be present in the moment, like Amber was saying, being present in the moment and not just constantly there, I'll be the first to admit there are times where we sit and think all we can think of is the next, like that end date of when we see each other again. And we're just like waking up to go to sleep, to get to the next day, to get to the next day, to get to the next day, to be able to see each other. And you miss a lot of things that are happening right in front of you. And that's not fair to the people around you.
2: For sure. And I, I mean, I think there's another point of it, of just like the honesty factor, you know, like I had to do it a little bit ago with him that, uh, you know, since I, I arrived home from our, our week of spending time together, I arrived home this morning and he's called me, I think, three or four times on FaceTime this morning. And I'm here. It's my birthday. I've had many calls today. Many people wanting to wish me a, a happy birthday. And I feel like all day I've been on the phone. And at a certain point, you know, in between... Phone calls, I've been trying to clean my house. I'm going to have friends over tonight. And I had to tell him, hey, you know, if you don't need to talk right now, maybe we can talk later because I'm just trying to get these things done. And I think it is so important to have those boundaries. You know, obviously, if he needs to talk, if something's wrong, if he's not feeling great, I'm going to be there. But if it's just small talk because you're on a layover in a hotel waiting for your next flight, maybe we can talk later on.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what happens is then... Um, and no offense, I love you very much, Em, but there are times where we're on the phone all day and, and we have nothing towards the end, like no like big updates. We've just been kind of going through the motions of like, you know, cleaning our house, you know, she's cleaning her house, I'm cleaning my house. We're going through the motions of doing the things and we're supporting each other and we're having conversations throughout all of it. But there's a different level of conversation that you can have when it's maybe, towards the end of the day when you can really catch your person up and say oh my god i i couldn't wait to share this with you you're never gonna believe what happened to me today or who i ran into or spoke with or whatever it might be and i think so just to to keep it to keep it really thriving and interesting um is important
2: definitely i mean as cute as it is to like sit on the phone and like lay in bed and just stare at each other (laughs) after a while you can't say i miss you any more times
0: i know i know and then it becomes like okay i i got some shit i gotta get my shit in order like Mm i got things to do like i can't just be in this la
1: la land here we've been better about that recently but there are definitely times where we just sit on you're just on the phone you're just in the airpods for like nothing's being said
0: yeah we're just like breathing
1: that was was me I was like like
2: cleaning the tables dusting and I I realized I haven't said anything in like two minutes maybe I should tell him we should (laughs) hang up
0: maybe I should hang up now (laughs) yeah I don't know it's cute but yeah boundaries um keeping it healthy you know it's exciting when you are head over heels for someone and you and you can keep it going and um for me it's been really big just that feeling of like when you know you know and of course there's nobody else i want to spend my time with but um you know uh, there's other things that have to like one thing i keep saying is like if ember and i were to live together like while i'm going through my chore my house chores and getting things done like i'm so used to having ember in my ear i'm like what's going to happen when we're not like right in each other's ear all the time and you're doing your thing i'm doing my thing and you know can it's a little bit scary on the other side now too and we get so obviously we don't want to keep going back and forth and doing all the traveling but it's scary to think like are we going to lose some of these beautiful pieces that we've established in a long distance relationship if we're together full-time
2: i think with the effort no I think like Like, using the tools that you've learned to use over the last year and like pulling those out of your tool chest uh, whenever you need them, whether it's the communication side or even having those boundaries or the putting separation when maybe you need separation or feeling like you need to have time apart. You know, those are all things that could be could be helpful in the future. I think with anything, you know, it's the relationship or just like anything, it's you get out of it what you put into it so putting in that effort and keeping that same momentum going as it was, you know, you'll get the outcome that you're looking for.
1: Yeah, it'll look different. But yeah,
0: I always say um, and I've probably said it before on the podcast, but in relationships, people are always like, oh, you know, 50, 50, you got to give 50. The other person's got to give 50. And I always say that's bullshit because then you're only giving half like you got to give 100, 100, like you both have to put in 100 percent if you really want the relationship to shine the way you found it in the beginning. You got to keep polishing it. And um, like you said, it all comes down to communication and just having the open conversations, but allowing yourself to build this safety net to where you feel like you can turn to your person and tell them anything without being afraid to say like, hey, I'm really feeling like I need some privacy today. I need some alone time. I'd like to make a few phone calls to some friends without you right next to me and like have my own conversations that don't that aren't just Ember and I. And like, we've run into that. And this is a very common thing for content creators um, that are couples on TikTok. Um, you lose your identity and all of a sudden you're Kirby and Ember. Um, and I can make a video, I can go live and everybody in the comments is just like, what's Ember doing? How's Ember? How's Ember's job? What's going on with her situation? And it's like, all of that's Ember's story. Like I'm right here myself too. I'm an individual too. And just, you know, again, not losing your individuality of who you are, um, and allowing yourself to have some space and, and come back together and, and truly, um, feel that, uh, connection without it getting, getting, um, to a point where you're like, I can never get a break from this person. Cause it's it's good to have space, you know, everything needs some breathing room. Um, recently in one of the articles we shared where it talks about love is oxygen, um, attachment is suffocation. And I love that description. It's so simple. Um, if you think of building a fire, what does a fire need to actually really thrive is oxygen and in, in, in room to breathe. And so um, you can't smother it or it's, it's never going to burn. And I just think it's really important to make sure that um, whether you're in a long distance relationship or um, you see your person every day that you can get to a healthy place to where you can have the breathing room and then have the the deep connection still together.
2: That's for sure. I mean like it's what I looked for even as I've been in the dating pool lately is like even just having a weekend boyfriend. That for me would be perfect. Like having this idea of like during the week we have our own stuff going on. We've got our own lives, our jobs, our commitments and we have set aside this time. We know that we'll have this time at the week, and maybe during the week, time will pop up, opportunities will arise, and we can we can spend time together when life permits it. But that we're totally focused on on growing to be our best selves while doing it together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, and I think that that might be a, a turn for younger generation when when it comes to dating i think we're breaking down a lot of barriers and and bad habits um that we learned um from previous generations um and we're having to make the corrections and almost kind of rewrite um what a relationship can be and i think that's probably our biggest challenge is that this idea of what a traditional relationship or marriage or commitment looks like and and so many people's eyes it's a man and a woman and the white picket fence and the house and the little subdivision with the kids and there's this whole thing and and now with people dating um younger generation it they are so fluid they're not looking to just um recreate that
2: or, or beyond that i mean like the other point that you forgot to mention there is marriage marriage is such the the end goal for so many people and I know that you guys had a whole podcast about this. Talking, I mean, of course, you want to share these moments in front of all of your friends and family, confess your love. But to do it on paper is crazy. <laughs> I'm also part of, I'm also part of the divorce club. Uh, mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I know what you're going through, Ember, because it is not easy. And it's emotions are show. high. It's a shit show. Yeah, And so why put ourselves through that? Because we're living through this stereotype of what we've been taught that you're supposed to go through these motions. You can love the way that you love. And if you want to get up and do that in front of people, then do it. Do you have (laughs) to maybe put it on paper and with the government? Look, I'm the type of person, I don't need the government to know my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know like 100%. the least they know the better i and can't tell
1: you how many times i've said out loud i will never get married again after this entire experience but
0: we want we want yes. a ceremony we want a ceremony, a ceremony to celebrate love. our love with our yes. friends Absolutely. And that's what I'm people. About. yes chosen that-
2: family bring people together and confess it in front of who you want to be witness to the love that you share but the government's not invited
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think just kind of like wrap this whole, um, discussion up because I want you to go enjoy your birthday and be ready for your friends coming over. But the one thing I wanted to end with, um, that you just mentioned again, and you mentioned it earlier is, um, chosen family. And that is huge for us right now where we're, we're falling into, um, our chosen family and why queers strive for that so much. And, I think I feel really fortunate and lucky to have you, um, as my true family, but to have the, you know, there's so many terms or things where you're just like, I didn't, I, I didn't hear that term. I didn't grow up. And I'm like, you, you know, Ember will say, well, I keep forgetting, you know, you, um, you have a, a gay brother. And so you grew up a little bit. I had a little bit of representation. Um, but to have, to have you in my circle every day, uh, throughout my whole journey, all the way up until I finally said it out loud, like, why did it take me so long to figure this out, Jacob? Why, why were you know, why? How did you know right from the get go? But it took me so long to figure out and you never um, pushed me in one direction or another. You just kind of took me as as I as I was. And I think that to me speaks volumes and and how I feel when it comes to a queer community and chosen family of the people that we're bringing in our circle, the friendships that we're making, the, the couples that we're looking up to and, um, and making, you know, becoming closer and family, um, is so important to have and to understand, to feel that real connection. And I just really value having you as my brother, but also, um, even just having, having, um, your new person welcome me into, into their, their family. I mean, it just, it felt really good. It felt really good.
2: Yeah. I guess I'm like your chosen non-chosen family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: But I, I think there is something so beautiful about it as well, you know, and, and as queer people or anybody who has chosen family, I mean, maybe you don't necessarily have to be queer to not identify with, with where you came from. And, uh, you know, but definitely as queer people, I think uh, we like I said before, we we look out those spaces where we feel comfortable, where we feel like we can be ourselves. And it's the most beautiful feeling. Um, And maybe now you understand more why in the last decade or so, I never always came home for Christmas. I decided to do my own thing or be with my people because, you know, getting around family, families are weird. And I'm lucky that I have you and we we sit at the table together and we laugh at it all and we make our jokes and, you know, we get through it together through, through the support that we can share. But, uh, you know, being around family definitely sometimes can put you in a, a mental state or make you revert to a, a past self or act a certain way because you want to appease other people based on how they knew you before or how they want you to be. And that's not how I live my life. You know, that's not how I want to live my life. You know, that's not how I feel me being my, my truest self. Uh, so I think that's why we search it out because it's about being real realness for 2024 and I'm out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for one, taking the time on your birthday, on new year's day, like Um, No, being on
2: your podcast was the best birthday present. It was so cool. I I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm probably gonna hate my voice. That's one thing I hate hearing my own voice. I don't know if you guys have this with the podcast. Oh yeah, I'm the same
0: way. We were actually going to launch um, an episode for New Year's of a recap, and we started listening back and ember had gotten through a bunch of them and i started jumping in to try to listen back and i'm like i can't i i I literally like sorry guys i love that you all listen i want you all here keep showing up keep following our journey but for me to sit and listen to myself ramble and talk i cringe at at it so i'm glad i love
2: love it. it i love it and i love you both and you know i'm always here for you uh biggest supporter on the caribbean ember journey
1: we Aww, fucking appreciate you. you yeah, so we much. appreciate you
0: so much and we can't wait to to um you know adventure with you and and see what the year brings. It's gonna be a great year. So I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show and I love you very much. Like always, I love you for you, and you are one of my favorite people and our top listener. Happy
2: birthday. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, you guys. Well, um, we love you and until next time. Until next time. Meet, meet, meet. meet. You and me just get If you'd like to be a guest, or join us backstage. DM us on Instagram at BachelorMateLesKids. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode.